What's up, wrestling fans? Welcome to episode number 272 of the Smark Out Moment Smack Talk podcast. This is the Hot Tags edition for the week, where I'm going to be breaking down some of the current events, rumors, news, or anything else that I want to talk about from the world of professional wrestling over the past couple of days. I am your host, as always, Tony Mango, and I'm getting things done ahead of time this week because it's in the middle of the afternoon on Tuesday. I haven't gone to sleep yet, but I have a lot of energy, and I figured, why the fuck not, right? We have a couple of different hot tags to talk about, might as well get it out of the way, and if anything crazy happens, if I still have this much energy, then maybe I'll end up doing a small package. And if I deliver a small package to you, that's a perfect Valentine's Day gift, isn't it? Insert joke, ha ha ha. Alright guys, well, if you want to buy a shirt that says Small Package, you can find that on the T Public website, the account for Smart Out Moment, but in the meantime, we got some stuff we got to talk about here. WWE Network has dropped Legends with JBL, that podcast interview style show that he does, where he just basically talks to somebody from the old era, is gone apparently. He said he has at least one more episode that needs to air, which is going to be Jimmy Hart. And that's one that I'm actually kind of interested in checking out. I did not check out Stan Hansen because I did not want to just hear him go, you, and say that fucking uh, the best thing that you needed was an opponent or whatever he had fucking said before. So I can understand to an extent why they would get rid of something like this if maybe it doesn't have a big variety of viewers for it. You know, a lot of the younger audience isn't really going to be checking out the older interview style things. Some of the people like myself, who are still even older than the younger audience, are still not going to check it out because it depends on who's going to be in there. I you know, immediately checked out the ones with Scott Hall and Kevin Nash, and I checked out the Ron Simmons one, and I checked out part of the Eric Bischoff one, but I was so bored out of my mind that I shut it off. So I can understand why they would just get rid of this. I can't imagine it has the most amount of views out of everything, but you know what's kind of bugging me about this? They have had so many one-season shows. Why not have another Legends House? Where's that second season of Edge and Christian's show that totally reeks of awesomeness? Where's another Swerved, but a good version of it, where you're actually pranking each other and not pranking random-ass people that I don't know? Where's another season of Breaking Ground? We had that one-episode preview of season two, and we never got a season two. And it kind of bugs me that they do this because the WWE Network had some good programming that could have come back, at least as far as I'm concerned. And even some of the ones that I wasn't really all that fond of, like Camp WWE, I did not think that that was as good as it could have been. But hell, bring it back if people liked it enough, you know? Legends House in particular is something that I really think that they should have brought back again, at least one more time. You know, get the Attitude Era people in there, like the Billy Guns and... Uh, f- flash funk for fuck's sake. I mean, why not do some kind of crazy shit like that? So it's disappointing to see that another show has gone down, but hey, what are you going to do, right? If you don't watch it, they got to cancel it at some point. Speaking of legends, Teddy Long has been announced as one of the inductees for the class of 2017 WWE Hall of Fame, which is very cool because he's been long in the list of people that I think should have been inducted at some point along the line. Now it's going to be a good time to do that. I don't think that there's really necessarily a specific time that you needed to put him in there as opposed to like when they were talking about doing an Atlanta thing and having a lot of WCW guys. You can have Teddy Long pop up pretty much no matter where. I'm curious to see who's going to induct him because I can't really think of anybody who is a guaranteed package deal with him like Triple H and Shawn Michaels, Billy Gunn and Road Dogg, that kind of a thing. 
So who's going to be the one that goes with Teddy Long? Could it be like Vicky Guerrero? Could it be maybe Ron Simmons? Could it be JBL? I mean, there's a lot of different people that maybe could be in the mix. And I'm curious to see what happens there. But well-deserved to get into that Hall of Fame. He's been a long-running member of the roster for the GM spot as a referee, as a manager, a bunch of different roles like that. So that's very cool. Unfortunately, if we're talking about old former people that have taken a couple different jobs and has been a general manager, we have to talk about Mike Adamley. And usually we'd just pick on him, but this is not a situation where you can pick on him. He says he's been diagnosed with dementia and that this might have actually been something that was sort of in the mix in the back when uh, he was doing his whole stint in WWE, which that actually would explain quite a bit. And I hope that's not the case because I liked making fun of that. And I don't think I can make fun of that anymore if it turns out that he had a slight case of dementia at the time. So hopefully something gets a little bit better for him. I obviously don't wish him any kind of harm. I wish him nothing but the best because I never had a big problem with Adam Lee. And I don't know the guy personally and all that other kind of stuff. So to me, he was a funny commentator as much as he had sucked at the time. And him as a general manager was something that was kind of funny too. So it kind of sucks to hear that somebody's got dementia like that. You know, you never really want to hear... Well, pretty much anything that's kind of like that, because you'd have to be a douchebag to wish all the kind of negative stuff on top of people. But Mike Adamley, hopefully you get a little bit better on that. The Rock is producing a movie about Paige's family. Why? Who gives a shit? Is this family really that important over in the UK that I've never heard of them before Paige came into WWE? I really don't even know. Actually, you know what? I don't know any of their names, come to think of it. Unless maybe her mom is named Soraya, too. Like, maybe she was named after her or something. I don't really know, actually, come to think of it. And I have no interest in seeing this. If you guys are interested in seeing it, let me know in the comments below. I checked to see who they had casted as uh, Paige. And she kind of looks like she can maybe play the part. I don't know anything about the actress as far as like her talent goes. And I don't know who's really getting involved as like the screenwriter, who's going to direct it, who's going to produce Beyond the Rock, that kind of a thing. But I'm really kind of curious why The Rock would be getting involved in something that's like a non-WWE related film. You'd think if he was going to be a part of anything like that, he would want to steer away from things. But if he was going to be involved, he would want to be a part of WWE and like kind of tie into that because they can't promote this outside of WWE. And I don't know how they're going to film a lot of this stuff either. What are they going to do when she comes to WWE? Are they not going to use the WWE logo at any point? I don't know. I'm more curious about that Chris Benoit movie. And it doesn't seem like a lot of traction's going on with that. No casting news, no announcements other than Lexi Alexander. Kind of annoyed about that. I really wanted to see something happen with that. So I don't know. I don't know why we're getting a page movie. I might check it out if it comes down to it. I don't know if this is even going to be one of those things that ends up actually getting made. Maybe it's just going to be a project that kind of lingers around in development hell for a while. And, you know, a couple months from now, we're going to hear that it's been stalled and delayed and that kind of a thing. And then eventually we're just going to not hear anything more about it. But maybe it does end up coming out. I don't know. While we're on the subject of movies, let's talk about the Marine 5. Battleground. Ooh, that sounds good, doesn't it? No, of course it doesn't. It's the latest in the whole long saga that they've got going on of the Marine series. Again, with The Miz, this is, I think, his third time that he's been in it. 
And I guess he's doing fine enough uh, in the part that they just continue to do it. But then again, it's the WWE movie, and who really gives a shit? And this time around, they've got Maurice, Naomi, Heath Slater, Curtis Axel, and Bo Dallas also in the movie. So it's essentially the social outcasts plus the women's champion and his wife. And I'm kind of curious to see this one because it's just, I I can't imagine this being in the slightest bit good. Like, Bo Dallas is such a horrible actor in so many ways. And for him to want to do a movie where he's going to be a gang member, like, I got to watch at least a couple scenes of this movie. I want this to be one of those things maybe we do a smart announce table for. If you really, really want to see us do that, maybe we'll get a chance to do it. I don't know. But, man, this looks awful. Just as bad as the other ones. Just generic action fluff type of stuff. And I guess if you like those type of movies, then, you know, you're going to want to pick it up and all that. And I want really badly, if you do, to leave a comment below and tell me what you thought about it. and Tell me the best scenes to check out. Because, you know, I'll download that or something like that down the line. But could this be the reason why they gave Naomi the title other than, you know, just the fact that she's deserved it for fucking five years or so? I doubt that it will really get any more notoriety just for having the women's champion in the movie. I mean, if you don't care about WWE Studios projects by now, you're not going to suddenly want to pick it up just because Naomi is in it and she happens to be the champion at the time. But it doesn't hurt. That's for sure. You know, they can end up doing some kind of promotional stuff where she goes out, does some kind of interviews, and she's holding the women's championship, and it's kind of like, hey, you know, I'm not, like, Miz isn't the only person that's in here. I'm in the movie. This is my film debut as far as I'm concerned, I think. And, uh, you know, she's got the championship, and it makes her look like she's a real big presence and stuff like that. I don't know. One thing I do know for sure, though, as far as people becoming champion, is that Rosa Mendez is never going to be champion. She just announced that her retirement yesterday, which was a long, long time coming. I mean, I had her down for my future endeavors forecast, I think, every single year for the past, like, four years or so. And it seemed like it was a guarantee every single time. Yet this year, it finally happened. And I think I might have had her down as my number one the last time. I don't know for sure. but. I mean, if you look at her situation, she accomplished nothing in WWE. She had said before that she was, like, really trying hard, that her dream was to to win a match. And that's so sad, because at some point she should have won some kind of a match. But they kept her around for 11 years, if I remember correctly, was the time frame. And she never was valued in any kind of a way, because she never really learned how to wrestle all that much, and she wasn't really good on the promo stuff, and she wasn't really charismatic in a lot of different ways. She was a beautiful woman, she still is, and she had a lot of upsides when it came to being, it sounds really, really mean, but being eye candy and like a valet when it came to the Primo and Epico tag team, but she wasn't a good manager, and she wasn't a good backstage interviewer or anything really for the most part so the only real good role that she was in was in Total Divas but you can't really keep those people all that long and now we're hearing that even Marie is going to be leaving as well because she just got rid of her whole thing with uh, WWE's ties on her Twitter account 
and it looks like she's kind of planning for the future. So now it looks like they're kind of stepping even more into that direction where they're going to give the women that are actually talented in the ring and actually can go and, you know, kind of prove themselves as women wrestlers, the push, as opposed to the models and stuff, which, you know, I got to say the way that she's been injured as much and how she was never really all that valued to begin with. Summer Ray might be next on the chopping block. And I wouldn't like to see that happen because I think that she's got a lot of upsides, but she's been injured for a long time. And for the most part, all she really did was, I mean, at her height was the valet for Fandango. So what would you like to see? Would you like to see Summer Rae go? Maybe just have a career in modeling, which she would you know, totally kill it at. Or should she stick around? Should they repackage her? Speaking about repackaging, Emelina finally premieres. Kinda. Sorta. She shows up, if you missed Monday Night Raw, says that for 17 weeks, we waited for the makeover from Emma to Emelina. And now we have to wait for the makeover back from Emelina to Emma. Uh, it's going to be another 17-week thing. And if so, I don't care. And she didn't even look any different. She was Emma in a nice dress. Which, I mean, the best part about Emma is her body and you're not really showing it off all that much. So that was disappointing, wasn't it? I mean, I get it, the whole troll thing, and it's like you waited 17 weeks for her to come out and then just say that she's going to just leave again and all that. To an extent, I find it kind of funny. At the same time, I was kind of hoping for something a little bit better than that, but I didn't really have a whole lot of high faith that that was going to end up happening. I kind of figured they were going to do something lame like this, which is basically a piggybacking off of the Eva Marie gimmick that we had going on, which even more so seems to solidify the fact that Eva Marie is most likely going to be leaving the company. So that is another thing to factor in here. And the last thing for us to talk about is another uh, thing about the women's division. Actually, a lot of women's division talk on this episode, oddly enough, Kelly Kelly made an appearance last night on Monday Night Raw. She said she was hanging out backstage and she mentioned that she's going to be doing access. She's going to do a signing there at WrestleMania and might show up at WrestleMania itself. She said she'd like to have another run with the company and apparently her show wags, which I've never seen, never will see, no interest in whatsoever. That airs after Total Divas. So maybe they're looking for some kind of crossover audience potential with that. I could see it happening. We don't know what they're going to be doing with the women's division yet for WrestleMania because it looks like we're getting something with Charlotte and Bailey and Sasha Banks and possibly Nia Jax. Maybe not. We just have a brand new championship with Naomi. And I mean, SmackDown hasn't aired yet. It's got like eight more hours before that happens. So we don't know what the direction is for SmackDown. So maybe we're going to get some kind of a big battle royal or something like that to kind of like eat up less time. You know, because we can't have a match for every single championship and all the other big matches. And Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal, the Jericho Owens thing, which possibly could be not for a championship. Something with Braun Strowman, something with Samoa Joe, the Seth Rollins Triple H match, the AJ Styles, Shane McMahon match, the John Cena and Nikki Bella versus the Miz and Maurice match. A lot of other things on the table. You can't really do all that and keep all the championships in line. So I think that we're going to get something a little bit different here. And 
Maybe Kelly Kelly's going to pop up. I don't know. That's something to pay attention to because she's in shape. She's looking good. And it's not like she left on really bad terms from what we've been able to tell. She is popular. She's somebody who has some kind of market value to her because of this show. I don't know, man. Starting to think the wheels are turning here. So that is everything leading up to Tuesday afternoon. Now, we could get some interesting stories over the next couple of hours. And if we do, then pay attention to the comments section or maybe I'll record something else later on tonight. But in any capacity, the next thing that you'll see if that doesn't happen is going to be the Ask Him and all the other stuff for the IWC outreach for the week. And then a little bit later on in the week, probably Friday is when we're going to do it. We're going to be recording the mailbag for February. So if you want to ask us any questions, whether it's wrestling related or not, go ahead and send them in as soon as possible so you can get them in under the wire here. And I'll put them into the list and we'll try to answer them. So I want to thank you all for listening. I want to remind you that if you hit that subscribe button and that little bell icon, you'll be notified of any time that we post new videos on here. But another way that you can figure that out is by following our Facebook and Twitter accounts or just subscribing to the RSS feed of SmartCountMoment.com. Obviously, we have more articles coming your way when it comes to all the other things throughout the week. So check there regularly and who knows what you're going to find. And if you want to find things on FanboysAnonymous.com, check that out. Follow me at Tony Mango and at A Mango Tree all over the place. And I will see you next time, everybody. This has been another Smart Out Moment, and I am being counted out.